writers, authors, and book friends alike. Welcome to the E-Reads Podcast. I'm your host, Liz, and this is where books and creativity intersect. And this episode, I have the wonderful Ngozi T. Robinson, who is an ordained Baptist minister, conflict resolution specialist, and impassioned writer. She has devoted her life to pastoral care, living zestfully, and the written word. Ngozi enjoys watching vintage Hollywood movies, visiting friends around the world, and following obscure sports, which includes bull riding, sumo wrestling, and curling. She has published numerous books by others under her imprint, I Am Publications, and I am honored to call her friend. In this episode, she's going to drop some knowledge on publishing for different platforms and some tips that she's found through her writing journey. So let's have a quick ad and we'll jump into the episode. Shout out to this episode's sponsor, Zencaster, my number one podcast tool. They provide a crystal clear sound and gorgeous HD video. I love that I can record separate audio and video tracks for me and my guest. Plus, there is a secure cloud backup, so I never lose the interview. It is easy to use and there is nothing to download. My guest just clicks the link and we start recording. Go to Zencaster.com forward slash pricing and enter the promo code EREADSPOD to get 30% off on your first three months off of the pro pricing. Again, that's Z-E-N-C-A-S-T-R.com forward slash pricing and enter the promo code EREADSPOD and you'll get 30% off your first three months. Now let's jump right into the episode. excited to have you here. Um, so I have a writer slash author question for you. You ready? Yes. All right. So which is better, the book version or the movie version? So if you can only, you know, have one, which is it going to be? I'd have the book version every time because one is just better and two the special effects don't age so it always seems relevant and you got too many people's opinions in the movie the the book is just the author it's pure it's pure that way very smart and strategic so i didn't think about the special effects because there's certain like the special effects as time they change um, also, like the character sometimes doesn't live up to your imagination, and that's sometimes disappointing. So I like that. That is smart. So, and goes I have you here to really talk about you are a creative who creates in multiple different platforms, and so whether that's Kindle, whether that's ebook, whether that's physical books, and so I wanted to pick your brain on which is better? Why do you choose these different platforms? And so can you first tell us a little bit about like, okay, what is the difference between an ebook, a traditional and uh, a Kindle Vela? So 
I'll start with the the newest thing and go backwards. Kendall Vella is a division of digital reading that's done episodically. So in an episode can be anywhere from 600 to 2000 words. This is how newspapers and magazines used to be. They would print portions of a story over time and altogether it made up the novel. Uh, so it has a, a greater following in some countries other than others. But uh, Kindle is trying that, and a lot of people, you and myself included, have have jumped onto that ride. Then an ebook is uh, just a book without the pages. <laughs> it it is just the words flowing on your screen in a manner you find pleasing to you. You can change the size, the the uh, font, all of that, and these days you can get just about anything you can. Uh, as a physical paper book, as an ebook, and then and you can get a lot more things that are just ebooks and are not physical books. And then there's the 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 OG, as it were, the yeah. the physical book. And a lot of people don't consider it reading unless you have that tactile sensation of holding the book in your hand and turning the pages and visually being able to say, oh, I have this much of the book left to read and, and things like that. There's so, something really good about holding in your hand, I have well, to say. I, 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 feel, I do not feel that way at all. I my Because you're a techie. You digital like library is about 400 books strong. And well, I just scanned another book into it today because I would rather read it and be able to mark it up um, as I want to and share that and have it searchable, then have it as a physical book. So, but that's just me. <clears throat> I have friends who feel violently otherwise. But so in regards to marking it up, because I don't like to mark up a physical book, but as an ebook, right, there's no harm, no foul. So I like it. When when you are creating, how do you decide what what platform is the best for your story? Well, uh, I write in part to be read. And so I have to figure out who's reading uh, which on which platform. And if they're people who like to physically chuck a few books in their beach bag every summer vacation, then me being on Kindle Vela <laughs> does not reach that reader. Or if they're digital and want to be scrolling on their phone on the T and very short stories, then that's in short bursts, that's exactly where they want to be. So uh, you've got to do the research into your market and figure out uh, who actually is reading your works and and how they read, where they're reading it. And that determines uh, where you wanna share to. So really knowing your audience and catering to how they wanna read. Exactly. Do you think there are certain genres that work better for certain platforms? So like, is romance better 
for a physical book? Because you could be on the beach reading that or does something more like um, an action thriller work better for Kendall? Like any opinion on that? I mean, you don't necessarily take great highfalutin works of literary fiction to the to the summer vacay uh, necessarily. So there's there's somewhat a sense of the the tone of the book matching the tone of the environment mm. to some degree, but all of these genres are called genres basically because people love reading in them and around them. So whatever you're writing, as long as you're clear where you fit, <clears throat> there's an audience for it. I love that. You don't want to write sci-fi and then continually get upset when um, the, the, the thriller detective people aren't reading your book. That's going to be frustrating. So first you have to know actually what you're writing and what genre it fits into. So it's a little bit about doing that author homework. Yes. Okay. And and please tell us, what are some works that you're currently working on um, and, and where we can find some of your work? So I have two publications out right now. One is called uh, Awakened. And that is uh, in the To Wake and Sleep No More series. That's fiction, paranormal women's fiction. That's available everywhere fine books are sold, uh, physical and ebook alike. And the ebook's on sale right now, actually. So, And I have a book called Are You There, God? It's Me, 365-Day Prayer Journal, which is... Uh, available in print, also available in ebook. That is 365 days of, of prayers with nice imagery, full color backgrounds, and uh, space for you to write your own. So this year, trying to come out with book two of the To Wake and Sleep No More series, which is Anointed. And uh, so I'm working on, I'm working on that. I wrote a sci-fi uh, women's fiction last fall uh, called The Seventh Power. I'm working on that. That's still got some revisions to do, but it's pushing forward. And then I have a 90-day prayer journal that's going to come out called It's a Blessing to Be Alive. You can find The Seventh Power on Kindle Vela, is that correct? The Seventh Power, the current draft of that is available on Kindle Vela, as well as a 10-episode uh, um, sci-fi western called Cold Dead Eyes. And spoiler alert, so I'm going to have an upcoming episode where I talk about Kindle Vela and writing on Kindle Vela, and I will have a review of some of my favorites, and Cold Dead Eyes will be one of those reviews, so stay tuned for that upcoming episode. Oh, excellent. <laughs> um, and Goza, do you have anything to read for us today? Oh, well, besides uh, my work and your work, I am a real fan of uh, a series that starts off. It's by Pierce Brown, and it's a sci-fi fantasy. It's called Red Sun. And I tell you, that was the 
best page turner and and very good writing that I'd encountered in quite a while. That sounds good. And so um, do you have anything from either Cold Dead Eyes or Seventh Power, anything that like that you'd like to share? If not, I'll ask you my final question. I do not have anything I'd like to share, um, but I have so enjoyed being on here and, and I'm curious what the final question is. Final question. So part of e-reads is to inspire people to create, whether that's through art, writing, cooking, however um, you are inspired to, to leave your mark on this world. And so my final question is, if you had to leave us with a prompt, it could be a word, it could be a phrase, um, what would that be? It turned out better than you imagined. Oh. So many ways to take that. So listeners, stay tuned to the end of this episode to see how I use that prompt. And Gozai, thank you so very much um, for being on eReads and have a wonderful rest of your day. Thank you. My pleasure. It turned out better than you imagined. The thought of birthing a newborn opposite the bed of your dying lover caused you to tremble. But when your child decided to come upon hearing the news, your decision was already made. The setup was a bit unconventional. A mirror changed for the bed where your lover lay with morphine drip and heartbeat monitors. Your baby's racing heartbeat contrasted with his slowing breath. You thought you'd miss him when he took his last breath. In the months prior, you struggled to imagine life without him. But with your baby held in your arms and the smile on his lifeless lips, you imagined a life full of blissful memories.